Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk, Sebo in the House, Debo in the House, episode 29. We've almost made it to 30. We're almost in our 30s, folks. Easy there. Yeah. Before we get started tonight, Debo, what are you drinking on? Went back up to progression. Got that connect the dots. Saving a few for the uh, the trip down to Delaware this week. So there we go. Almost drank them all. Bottoms up. And I have a little White Line Lions Galaxy IPA. Nice. I you know when I when I got the beer the last time when I got the delivery I didn't get this one so I had to pick it up try it out looks delicious tastes delicious. Perfect. All right, let's get started, folks. Let's let's jump right into football. The NFL and the NFLPA have been negotiating an opt-out deadline. Why, I don't know. I'm still confused as to why it's happening. Um, but they've negotiated it. It looks like it's about to happen. Pretty much breaking news as we're jumping on, on the air tonight. Thursday, 4 p.m., NFL players have to make the decision whether or not they're going to opt out. Except not necessarily, but at least this is the first deadline. What are your thoughts on this opt-out date being negotiated a week ahead of time? Yeah, it's weird. I think the NFL is a little scared that players are opting out really quickly. Um, but, I mean, so you're telling me in three weeks if a player is like, eh, there's four COVID positive tests in my, on my team, I'm, I, I think I'm done. Like, that's not going to be able to happen. It's going to be – they're going to be allowed to opt out, at, but they have to do it, I guess, legally for whatever reasons, just so the NFL and the NFLPA have – their hands on it i guess that's the only thing I yeah, can think of. yeah and in some of the reading i was doing tonight it, it doesn't mean a, a player can't opt out like you said three weeks down the road there's just going to be some language and probably some type of salary thing i wonder if this is kind of like if you opt out by this point you get a certain dollar amount which i'm sure that's what it is and maybe it decreases as it gets closer either way i keep reading the mlb mlb players keep opting out you know some of them you know not necessarily on the on the full 30-man roster but if they're in that 60 player yeah. pool, like they're still opting out. I saw Shelby Miller did it today. What are we talking about? Like if, if people don't want to play, let them, let them not play, expand the rosters, do what these other sports are doing and allowing these players to kind of feel it out because obviously you want the players to come practice, see if they can do it. If they can, great. If they can't let them opt out, let them get out of there. Yeah. And it's, I mean, eight Patriots already. Well, did you see the conspiracy theory that, that this is Belichick's plan? He's, he's freed up a ton of cap room by doing this, by having – so they, I read something the other day. I, I'm going to shout out Barstool. I think it was a Barstool thing where it was like uh, Belichick's having players opt out so he can gain cap room so he can sign players that he wants to sign. Whatever. I think Belichick probably wants to get this, this season canceled because he's got a shitty team, but that's just me. <laughs> I mean – yeah, it's interesting, but, uh, you know, uh, you think maybe they're just trying – I mean, they wouldn't be trying to phone it in if they wouldn't have signed Cam if they were trying to phone it in for real. Like, they, they make it seem like they're trying, but, I mean – I don't know. Cam's only giving 550K. Like, that's it. Like, if he doesn't play a single game, they pay him 550, and that's it. Yeah. And, again, it's but probably going to end up – if they don't have a season being a prorated salary anyway. But what do you got? You got Hawkinson, Stafford, and um, – the receiver from Detroit. Can't think of his yeah. name also. Geronimo, Geronimo, right? He him too. Oh, and Geronimo. Geronimo yeah. Allison and the other no, the 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 better the top Kenny. 
Kenny, Kenny right? Holiday. Yes. yes. We'll get there. Three of them. Three of them are on the COVID list. I mean, I don't know. It's they. I was watching uh, Aaron Rodgers live today, and they asked him, uh, Matt LaFleur is thinking about bringing in a fourth quarterback to sit in the meetings but not ever practice just so in case one of them tests positive, they have a another quarterback. And Rodgers is like, it's crazy that we have to do this, but it's what you have to do to survive this this season. Right. Uh, funny Aaron Rodgers story. Do you see the story that popped up that when they drafted Jordan Love, he drank an entire uh, uh, cup of tequila straight to the dome? Yeah, when he was like, I, I, I you know, I had to, I had to get the the four fingers of tequila. I was like, wait, tequila? Wow, good you know for him, what? man. Do you, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. All right, let's jump to the XFL. What's that? Let's jump to the XFL. You What's know that, that? that that second time around, Vince McMahon, hundred million dollars invested within a couple of games is bankrupt, and he's looking to sell. He's got a buyer, and it's Ooh. a team led by The Rock. Now, if you don't think I'm getting into conspiracy theories here, I'm trying. I'm trying to do the eyebrow. Does it work? Yes. All right. Cool. I mean, I'm I'm full of conspiracy theories on this that a wrestler was part of the team that bought the XFL from the guy who used to be in charge of the wrestling league. But that's neither here nor there. Fifteen million dollars. Fifteen million? Fifteen million is what it cost to buy the XFL. I feel like I could have got a team together. I mean, I wouldn't need them to put up the money, but like I'm good for like a couple grand. I you know, I could have invested. Yeah, I mean, not bad. <laughs> Here's something though. Well, let me just ask you straight up. Does this leak ever, ever happen? Does it ever work? Like, why are they even trying to do this? I, I mean, I, I, they, they started off pretty positively, to be honest. The first couple games, first couple weekends, it was good. And then it was just, you know, COVID came around and didn't really give it a, a huge chance to succeed. I don't know if there are enough good players after the NFL to start a whole second league. I mean, so here, I, I kept trying to figure this out. The Canadian Why football spend- league, the Canadian football league is successful, but that's a whole different audience, right? I mean, that's all in Canada. So and that's got that's got decades of history, right? Like it's right. A, it's a different sport I mean, almost in the way Warren they play. Moon played. Right, Steve Young played for them. Yeah, I, I just keep thinking there has to be some appeal for people to keep. Vince McMahon obviously invests a lot of money. But for uh, with that fifteen million dollars, you you gain what? Like, what do you own now, right? Like, but the other part of it is, can there be a minor league football league? Is the right. question that comes to my mind. Can there be one? Now, I think if you're not trying to compete with the NFL, if you're not trying to be on. Sundays or Saturdays, if you're trying to, you know, if you're a league that plays midweek games and hypes up players and gives, you know, maybe a a college kid who wants to drop out and sign some like, you know, I'm just trying to think of like how this league succeeds, right? Because why anybody would invest money in, in, in this league at this point is beyond me, unless they think we can have a minor league football team and I, I can't even finish saying what I'm trying to say because I don't really believe it. Yeah, what, I, what, what I've read is they think it's an easy transition to do a bubble concept. So, like, 
NBA is doing, like NHL is kind of doing. They got two different bubbles, but I mean, mm-hmm. they're doing it. And, you know, it's, it's something that NHL and I know MLB started talking about it with doing it, doing some stuff in just Arizona, but it might be the right, it might be the right way. I mean, I, yeah, I just I don't I don't understand how like what the what the end game is, right? Like, is it just to like have a league so people watch? Like, you, I guess you think that people are going to watch it on TV. People aren't really going to watch it on TV. But if you can create a minor league system for the NFL, maybe you can do well enough that the NFL buys you in five years. Yeah, I think it's hard because I mean, you know, it was March, right, that they started this and. March weather's starting to get a little bit better. You know, people are really amped from football from September to January, now February. And, you know, it's it's hard to just come up and be like, it's now starting to become spring. I don't really want to sit and waste my Saturdays and Sundays watching football. I shouldn't say waste, but you know what I mean? Like, I had, now I have to get my yard ready. My kids are playing sports. And Yes, they played sports in the in the fall, but it's something that's already established. You've done it. You have your one team you watch, and then it's just always on. Like, well, and the quality was awful. D, let's be honest. Like, it wasn't yeah. good football, right? And again, yeah. if you're trying to put a product on TV for the national audience, I just don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Fun yeah. stat though. They paid fifteen million dollars. That is five million dollars less than The Rock gets per movie. So he like, just he just was like, oh, I got this. Like, is Moana 2 coming out soon or something? You know? Yeah. You know, what, you're just going to do another, do, do another voiceover, get that, get that 20, 22 mil and call it a day? I'll make it and lose it in the same day. Right. There's got to be another Fast and Furious coming out. Like, Fast and Furious 23, The Rock. You know, <laughs> 23 million. I don't know. All right. For me, this is a non-story, but let's just, let's just have at it. Antonio Bryant... Antonio Brown. I can't even say his now. Antonio yeah, Brown. Like, I think this is like the third time you've done that in this podcast history. He's got an eight-game suspension. He's not even on a team. He says he can't wait to get back to playing football this year. Uh, so, I get it. It, it. You think it's a non-story, and I can understand why. I mean, the guy was kind of a clown the last year and a half, or, year, you know, one and a half seasons. Yeah. Now that people know what they got, like now that they know it's an eight game eight game suspension, why not take a chance on him? You can well, because it's not. It. I don't think it's guaranteed that they that he's coming back after eight. I think they reserve the right. The NFL reserves the right to kind of revisit it. And two, yeah, you know what you got a guy that is an absolute wackadoo. He's a nut. What what are you going to sign him for? To bring drama to your team? He had a great game as for his one game with the Patriots. One game. How, and, and then what happened? He's got the talent. A lot of people have the talent. Yep. A lot of people have the Here's the thing. To me, and may, maybe I'm stereotyping wide receivers right now. This is like Josh Gordon. Oh, he's got the talent. Oh, he's got the talent. Oh, he's got the talent. It's just not – he just can't do it. Yeah. Now, again, two different situations, substance abuse versus Antonio Brown. Just I don't even know what it is, right? But the reality is, yes, talent is important. But if you're eight games into a season and your team's got good com- camaraderie and you're five and three or six and two and you bring this guy into your team because you're like, he's going to give us the boost we want and he doesn't get the number of targets he wants in the first week back on the field, 
You know he's going to lose his mind. At least I think he will. Yeah. I, I'd stay he probably 100 will. yards away from that guy. Yeah. I, maybe it's just because I'm, I'm – as a Packers fan, I'm hurting for receivers. There's seven <laughs> punches. He was good, and he was probably our third best receiver, and he got him. So, you know, he opted out. I, you know, the Packers – I just don't like – I can't – I mean, again, you know, there's the rumors out there that, that Tom Brady wants him in, in Tampa. Like, how is he going to fit in with that re- receiving court? They got too many receivers as it is. What, I was going to say, what the hell do they need Antonio Brown for? They got two receivers and two tight ends that can catch the ball. And they just picked up Shady. Shady. And they had Ronald Jones, who was good out, out of the backfield. Right. They're fine. Yeah. A.B., get the hell out of here. Just retire for once and for all. Stop retiring and unretiring, whatever. Get out of my face. Stop calling him Brett Favre. Right. All right. The Pac-12 over the weekend. Well, let's back up. So, the Pac-12 over the weekend announced their football schedule. A little aggressive, I I think, to announce your football schedule right now, but they plan to start at the end of September. Shortly after that, the Pac-12 football players, not all of them, but a bunch of them came out, and – have basically threatened to opt out. They've got a hashtag, we are united. We are united. Basically what amounts to a list of demands, um, a bunch of them surrounding COVID testing and safety, but also um, better treatment and understanding of people of color, students of color, athletes of color. And then of course, because they're putting their lives at risk by playing a sport that's dangerous and doing it during a pandemic, revisiting the idea of getting paid to do what they do. Initial thoughts on this, D? I mean, good for them. I mean, you have to have – they don't have a union like the NFL or any of the other players' union have to do this for them. Um, and it, it, they must have started reaching out to each other to do this because, I mean, that's a lot of legwork to, uh, mm-hmm. to get something like this off the ground. So mm-hmm. I think good on them. I think um, you know, I, I'm, it's interesting to see – It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here. Will other players in different conferences be like, wait, they're right. We should start thinking about this. Um, uh, yeah, I just I, – I when I saw that the Pac-12 released their football schedule, I was like, wait, there's going to be football this year? Like, well, there's a couple – I mean, a lot like, – a um, couple conferences have announced, like, eight-game conference schedules. I, and like, I get it. Like, I, yeah, I get that. You have to. I mean – it's no, you don't have to. You, this is what I don't understand about this whole thing. You don't have to announce anything. If on September 20th, the Pac 12 said, We're playing football this weekend, people would be glued to their TVs. Fair but enough. to say it now, and again, like you bring your kids in, first of all, these are the pretty much the only kids coming to campus. There's not a whole lot of kids coming to campus, right? And so you're bringing these football players. You talked a couple weeks about, ago about how two UMass players had already tested positive days on the campus. Like you're putting these kids in harm way just so you can put them on TV so that you can collect your dollars. Like that's really what this is coming down to. Right. It's got the number. It's going to be, we'll have uh, 7,000 undergrads on campus. Plus whoever, plus all of the kids off campus, right? Uh, no, but yeah, but what, yeah. So there'll be 7,000 living on campus, but taking classes remote. That's a that's a COVID petri dish if I've ever seen one. I mean, you would know you you live there, right? <laughs> Yikes! Well, especially we'll get into that later. Well, we can't talk about that. But I so I think it's really cool what they're doing. 
I, I love that they're using this opportunity to kind of speak out to, I, you know, I, a long time ago, many moons ago, I was like, oh, athletes don't need to get paid. They get a, college athletes don't need to get paid. They get a full ride. I wish I got a full ride. That's yeah. the dumbest thing of all time. These kids should get paid. This is a billion dollar industry and grown ass white old men are making money off these kids. And what I liked about one of the things they said is that there are players that won't go pro that in college could be making money off their likeness and they should have the opportunity to do that because they're not going to get the multi-million dollar contracts like some of these NFL players or these college players that become NFL players. They go on to jobs, they go on to, to doing other things. They should be able to make money off their likeness in college because they are working their, their tails off and making tons of money, billions of dollars for the NCAA and for these schools. For the schools? So good on them. Yep. All right. The NBA is back, baby. And, oh, and, yeah. and I want to say something. I said it'd be shitty. I said it'd be low scoring. It hasn't really been low scoring. But you also said it's either going to be low scoring or it's going to be high scoring because no one's going to be in shape enough to play defense. And that's what I'm seeing. Because I'll tell you what. <laughs> first game I put on was Zion. And boy, does he look hefty. Well, they're not even going to play him. They're playing him like 15 minutes a night. They're not – I've already read enough stories. Well, to say, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you're not wrong. But, I mean, I watched him and, I mean, he played like five minutes straight and they put him down and he was sucking wind. He, he, he's looking rough. I mean, he looked good when he was playing. He had yeah. a, a crazy alley-oop. He had a great behind-the-back pants. Yeah, <laughs> pants. Behind-the-back pass. <laughs> but it, it was great. I mean, it, I, I'm so excited. Like, it was – fun i mean we'll talk about the celtics they're one and one and you know what they've let up 120 points both games they, they had a 20 point lead in one game against portland i'm not even worried they look good tatum didn't play good in that first game and they hung with, with i mean what at one point i turned it on and they said he was one of 11 and his one was tipped in by the other team and he was the closest to the hoop and that's why he got credit for it so, I mean, I think if the Celtics can figure the defense out, they're going to be a tough out. I think, I, I, I think to your point and maybe to my point, I, so let me retract my I was wrong. I was always right, like I'm always right. It's bad defense. Well, it's funny because you're like, you're going to be really low or really high score. Well, right. Like I, well, it's funny because when I watch the games, I don't necessarily see bad defense, but I also don't see like, you know, People are going to put their energy in an, on offense, right? Like, they're going to do that. They do that anyway. But yep. in, in this restart, they're going to do it even more because you don't want to lose playing time to some, like, 15th man who's going to get hot and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's been fun to watch. I mean, I watched the, the Celtics' first game. I watched Harden in the next game come out and put up, like, 23 points in the first quarter. Yep. I, yes, NBA is back. It's entertaining. I love everything that they're doing. I love the big Black Lives Matter on the, on the courts. I love what they're doing with the interactive fans. I think that's really cool. I just love the setup. And I love the fact that it doesn't seem like anybody's testing positive. Yeah, they've had, what, like two or three weeks in a row with zero positive tests? Apparently, this Orlando bubble was a really good idea because both soccer and basketball are doing really well. That's good. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I just feel like, yeah, and with Zion, like, they've already come out and said, like, we don't want to play. And, and I get it because Jonathan Isaac of the, the Magic just tore his ACL. So, like, imagine coming back for this 
you tear your ACL and it's done. Yeah, one thing I was really – I don't think I realized that if you are within four games of the eighth seed, you play a two-game – possibly two-game playoff play-in, which we talked about. But so the nine seed would have to win both games and the eight seed would have to win only one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think the Pelicans are just going to lose games until they're out of the playoffs and then Zion's going to just be shut down. And I get it. Like, you don't – like, the next season starts in, like, two and a half months. Yeah. That's what you want Zion right? for. Yep. You know? It'll be interesting. Anyway. I mean, I don't know – I mean, it's still between them, what, San Antonio and Portland. Mm -hmm. So, it'll be interesting. Again, I just want to reiterate, and I know I said this when we were doing our NBA stuff a couple weeks ago. I don't understand how Portland is so bad. Because when they get hot, like they got hot in like the third quarter, fourth quarter, get the hell out of here. McCollum and – And Dame. Jesus. Right, and Dame. Like, they're all just like pulling up from 30 feet. Like, it's no big deal. Yeah, Trent hit one one shot that I was just – what's just happened? Right. But Jalen, do you see the pull-up for, for Jalen Brown? I was like, was that like 30 steps? No, it was just a nice just catch. I'm so excited it, for the future for the Celtics. Like, Yeah, Jalen, Jalen's nice. And, he like, here's the tough thing about the Celtics, right? And like, not to go on a tangent, but, like, you know, like Hayward hurts himself. He's never been the same. Kemba plays every game of his career until he gets to Boston. All of a sudden, he's got knee issues. And when he gets knee issues is the time where basically two seasons are going to get squeezed into one. Like, he's going to get no rest for that knee. It would probably be great if, like, he had those two or three months off and got surgery and missed the first couple of months of the season and worked his way back. And instead, this I assume the Celtics are going to make a decent run, if not all the way to the championship. Right. Win it, no big deal. And then they're going to have to turn around and basically start another season. And, and I just wonder – like how much are they going to expect from Kemba in in year two, if his knee is you know kind of kind of chalky? Yeah, it sounds. I mean, it seems like they're doing they're they're on a minutes uh, with him as well, uh, like Zion is. But I mean, Marcus Smart, he's good. I didn't like. <laughs> I knew he was good, but man, the he kept them in that game against Milwaukee, and his defense is. I mean, he was rotating, bumping uh, Giannis. He took that awesome charge that got reversed and, you know, yeah, got fined 15K for it. But Giannis gets, got, his, got his calls. Should have been yeah. followed out like six times in that game. <laughs> Should have been followed out. All right. No doubt. Let's finish with, the major, with Major League Baseball. Our last episode was titled, The Miami Marlins Are a Hot Mess. 13 or so players tested positive for COVID. They had to cancel or postpone a bunch of games. Yada, yada, yada. Next episode, 13 St. Louis Cardinal players or staff members have tested positive. Look what I could do with my hands, folks. What the hell is going on with Major League Baseball? They're not going to make it. I don't know what to do with my hands. They're not going to. Listen, tonight before we did this podcast, I just want to say this. I jump on ESPN and I look at standings. And I'm like, let me just see where teams are. I know the Red Sox suck. The Braves are, are, are popping off. Yankees, Twins. Oh, by the way, let me look at some of these teams. The Marlins are like one and two. Two and one. Or two and, and one. Phillies have also only right. played. One and, and they're one and two. Yeah. You got teams that have played ten games and teams that have played three games. 
the 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 Cardinals and Tigers four game series postponed. Gone. Gone. What the fuck, people? <laughs> what? Yeah, like, I would love to know how it happened. I mean. Are, are, are these players going out hitting the titty bar like uh, Lou Will? Like Big Lou? Let, what the? Yes. And what? Like, what are these? What, so here's the thing. Like, I'm so, like, I want to know. Is, is it the players or is it, like, the clubhouse guys that just work at the stadium who, like, go home and, like, they're like, oh, let me go out to, like, let's go out to dinner, honey, tonight and sit inside a restaurant. Baby back ribs. Just stay, like, just lock some folks up. Like, don't let them leave. What are we doing? Stop. Yeah. I mean, the good news, Miami uh, in the last two days have had zero new confirmed cases, so that's positive. That's right, that's right, because they put everybody on fucking lockdown. I, I'm like, trying I to look can't, like, I, Major League Baseball, like, of all the sports, right, like, NBA, if they had a big breakout, like, they'd still survive because they've got LeBron, they've got KD, they've got stocks. Hockey, rabid fan base. Like, people are always going to show up. Major League Baseball can't afford this. Like, they can't afford, like, a, a constant yeah. and, and, and continuing fuck-up. Like, yeah. they just can't. I mean, you saw uh, Cespedes. He was just like, nah, I'm good. Bro, he just packed his bags. <laughs> they went to check on him in the, in the room, and he was gone. They're like, we haven't heard from him. Let's go see if – let's do a wellness check and he gone. Um, but, but no, we, we got the craziest part. Nick Marcakis is opting in. Bruh, good on Nick Marcakis. I'm sure the Braves were like, listen, we, we could use some folks, and if we just, like, like airmail you like a, like a suitcase full of cash, will you just – Come on and play with yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> it was because he, you know, he felt bad that these these players were busting their butts. For, also, it helps that the Braves got out to a seven and three start. I'm sure if yeah, they were two and eight, he'd probably be like, "Nah, I'm gonna we'll stay home. I'm good on this one." Yep. So, it, do you find it surprising that Trout's coming back? That he is coming back? Yeah. I don't find it surprising. I, I, I mean, I heard some stuff that that he might he might leave and not come back after his. His child was born. Again, I just, I think if you take the, I have to assume that some of these teams are taking the proper precautions and some of them aren't. I think that like, if he feels safe enough, like, and, and again, I'm sure that his wife is surrounded by a, a bunch of family members that are going to be able to take care of this kid. And again, this season is only two months long, so he's going to be back in no time, right? Like, you know, and, you know, Angels aren't off to a hot start, so the season might not be that long for him anyway. You know, who knows? True. I mean, Ohani's uh, – he's got – He's some, not throwing. His elbow's already fucked up again. Yeah, why, like, at this point, just make him a DH and just go at it. Right. I, I – just Major League Baseball, please get your shit together. Like, <laughs> please. Like, Manfred comes out after the, after the Marlins thing, and he's like – this is not good. And then, like, they have a couple of conversations, and they're like, we're not going to cancel. It's We want to play baseball. And then half the fucking Cardinals test positive. And he's going to – like, if this happens again next week, like, this is two times in two weeks where almost 15 players, if not 15 players have or in, and staff members have tested positive for a team. If this keeps happening, and it's not linked, right? Like, that's the other thing. This isn't like – the Cardinals aren't linked to – the Marlins in any way, like, this is a problem. 
It's not good. No, it's not good. Jesus Christ. I, I mean, it's been fun. I, I've, I've watched some O's socks, the Yanks socks. I've watched some of the Braves. It's good to see the Braves getting out there, playing pretty well. Yeah, live sports is off the chains. I'm back to I'm gambling again. This is good. I'm maybe not good for my pocket, but like it's good. Like this is it's great to have sports back, but like Major League Baseball, please get your shit together. Yeah, and I, I, you you got your Bruins shirt on. They were a little uh, they were a little rough the other night, huh? Or the other day. First, I, listen. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, it was gonna go. They were gonna do well, or they weren't, right? I mean, now and again, for them, it's not about doing well right now. They got, they got to, I mean, I, I'd prefer they get the one or two, but then I was, I was talking, I was even talking with, uh, with Jacob and I'm like, I was like, oh, they lost four to one. It wasn't, they didn't play great. And he's like, oh, that's not good. And I'm like, oh, it's not that big of a deal because there's no home ice. Like there well, is right. no home ice. Right. And it like the reality is they're going to the playoffs. They're a top four seed. Get it get it together in the next four games and see what happens. There's no, I mean, they basically game. have those top four seeds have an extended like preseason to get yeah. back. You know, they get to figure their lines out. They get to get healthy. They get to get, start skating together. Yeah. They have to do it in live games, but like the, the Bruins could lose all those games and it doesn't matter. They're still going to the playoffs. They're still a top four seed. Yep. And they're going to have every chance to win the Stanley cup. And then, yeah, I mean, Halak was the starter and not Tuca. So that's another issue. We'll see. Hopefully he can get healthy and get back. Listen, man, sports are back. We're back. It's I'm a gone. beautiful thing. Tomorrow. It's a beautiful thing. Listen, man, I don't you're going on vacation. It is what it is. We're back. Sports are back. Yeah. Beers up sports talk, taking over sports the world. Gonna, That's all I'm saying. We're gonna start popping now. Once now that we got some extra stuff to talk about, not just right. like, oh, cool. Some really slow story days, but I think we're gonna have a lot to talk about in the coming days. No doubt. You got anything for me at the end of this? It's the same shit. <laughs> I mean, it's mask. Bring up Brianna Taylor. Wear your damn mask, folks. Bring up Brianna Taylor. Black Lives Matter. All of it. Make it happen. Can't stop. And I'll tell you what. I, you know, I make the mistake every single night going on Twitter, and then I get into rabbit holes and black holes. And last night. This guy was like, I'm sick of the politics in NBA. I'm done. And I'm like, equality is not politics. It's not politics. It's equality. It's not something we should have to, like, fight about. It's literally like, oh, shit. People aren't also, being treated. Right. Also, <laughs> bro, shut your mouth. These guys make $40 million a year so that you can watch them on a the TV. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Boom. You know. All right, y'all. Till next time. Debo's going on vacation, so I don't know. I might try to steal him away. I, I might I might just jump on and do something weird myself. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But stay with us. We'll be back soon. Peace.